you're listening to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm Leah Party, the confidence coach for online entrepreneurs. My mission in life is to empower you to make your dreams a reality by learning how to let go of self-doubt and overcome overthinking. We're about to get real on confidence, spirituality, mindset, and business through solo episodes and amazing guest interviews. Girl, let's do the damn thing. Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm Leah Party, your host, your business BFF. I'm here to help you with all the things, confidence, mindset, spirituality, entrepreneurship. Yes. So today we're going to talk about, so you want to start an online business. And I can't believe I haven't done an episode on this before, you guys, because I feel like A lot of people that have been listening to the podcast for some time and maybe aren't in the entrepreneurial space are interested in starting a business. And a lot of people do tend to come to this podcast who are either in the early stages or have an idea or just know they want to be an entrepreneur, but they just haven't started yet. So I have been excited to do this episode ever since I thought of this like an hour ago. (laughs) Okay. So I've told my story enough times on the podcast um, of my own like business journey and how I started the business and all the things. So if you want to hear that story, the most recent episode I talked about it on was when I talked about um, the episode of how I manifested leaving my nine to five. That's where you can go if you want to hear my story. I don't want to tell it again and bore you guys if you like just heard it. So We're going to really get real on what it takes to start an online business, what you should do if you're thinking about it, and how the heck you can get started. Um, Yeah, so we'll just get right into it, guys. Okay, so one thing I want to touch on, um, what I thought it was going to be like to be an entrepreneur versus what it's actually like. So when I was in my nine to five for a while there, right? I was working and it wasn't really a nine to five. It was like a seven to five with commutes, like long ass fucking crazy commutes. So I worked a lot. I probably probably worked with thrive times like 50, 55 hours a week. There were times when it was more, but so anyways, all of that to say, doing my online business on top of that felt very hard. It felt like a hustle. It felt like a grind. It, It was me waking up early. It was me having client calls after getting home at 6.30 and making dinner and then doing my client calls and my podcast and things. So I don't want to say like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, it's just so easy to start a business. No, when you're in a full-time job, it's going to be hard to do something like this on the side. However, (laughs) it doesn't have to take that long to turn this into a full-time job. I want to start off really by saying if I could go, if I could literally turn the clock back to day one when I first had the idea to start an online business, I wish that I just would have hired a coach, like honestly, because I spent so much time figuring out how to do things the super, super, super long way. And that just took a really long time. What does that mean? I lost a lot of money. I could have been making money a lot sooner. That's just what I believe. If you want to spend months researching, doing things the super long way, pivoting back and forth, not being sure what strategy to use, like that's what a lot of people do because if you're like me, you didn't want to spend the money in the beginning. I was like, well, how do I know this is going to work? How do I, you know, how do I know I'll even want to stick with this or whatever? And 
I, I don't know. I Also, I just don't really feel like I knew of like a program that would have fit my needs. Like I didn't really follow people at the time. Actually, I didn't follow anyone at the time who did what I do. I didn't know any like business coaches. I didn't know that was really a thing. So I was just kind of lost and I was kind of just like rummaging around on my own, right? So if I could go back in time, that's exactly what I would do. I would just hire a coach or join a group program for learning how to build a business so that I could have just started right away. And I, the other reason why I feel like this is so important is I see my clients who are just starting their businesses with me, like being super confident to sell their services very, very, very quickly. And I'm like, okay, this is crazy because these girls are at the point that it took me, I don't know, six months to get to. It's just, it was a huge fucking waste of my time. But that's okay because one of my favorite things to teach now is like the hacks. I love teaching the things that I wish I knew how to do quicker, sooner. Like when one of my girls will voxer me and ask me a question about how to do something with like, I don't know, a Facebook group or Pinterest or something. And I'm like, ooh, yes, let me tell you because this is the way I was doing it before and I can give you the hack. So it's all good. It's It all worked out perfectly because now I can teach the things that I wish I knew, right? Okay, so that's what I would say. Um, but what I pictured, okay, so what I pictured entrepreneurship being like, I was in the hustle. Like I was in the mindset of the harder you work in life, physically putting in longer hours, the more money you'll make. That was my belief. That was my belief. And that may be the case in, in many industries. I really don't know. Um, <laughs> but I thought that would just transfer into entrepreneurship. I thought that I'd be like skipping out weekends with friends, like even after leaving my nine to five, I thought that full-time entrepreneurship would be like spending the weekends, the evenings, overnights, waking up early, hustle, 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 I thought I'd be working 80 hour weeks, but I was fine with it. Like I wanted it badly enough and I was used to working a shit ton. And when I went to grad school for to get my MBA, I was anticipating a job where you worked a shit ton of hours to make a shit ton of money. That's just what I thought you did, right? And so I expected that <laughs> and I was prepared for it. Uh, what I have found though, is that I'm working a lot less than 40 hours a week. And there's some guilt there. There's like some, is this really, is this real life? You know, is, am I missing something? But this is so important. So I was in the mindset of the hustle, 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 work, 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 you'll get success. What I do now and what's working for me and what has really made the turning point for me is working less behind the computer, but working more on my mindset. So waking up, right? I still wake up early. Like I wake up at six or 6.30. I do a long morning routine. I like read, I go for a walk, I do my journaling, I meditate. I get myself into boss vibes. I was talking about this on my Instagram story earlier, but I've been calling it boss vibes when I've been like talking about this with myself. <laughs> That's not weird or anything guys, okay? When you're like working for yourself at home, no coworkers, nobody to talk to you, you talk to yourself, okay? And your dog and it's just fine. So boss vibes. So here's the thing, getting yourself into boss fucking vibes, feeling like a queen of your business, believing so much in yourself and shedding every layer of self-doubt, 
That's what makes you be able to attract your dream clients. That is it. And you would think the more that you would go and create content and talk to people and all these things, and those things are important too, and I obviously teach strategy to my clients, but those things are important too. But what's even more important is your boss vibes. So that's why I don't hustle, hustle, hustle every day. I don't sit in, my, in front of my computer for eight hours and drain my energy because my energy has to be on point for my podcast, for when I'm interviewed on other podcasts, when I'm obviously coaching my clients, um, when I'm doing discovery calls, like I need to be on point. I need to feel good. So therefore, it's important for me to not overwork myself, which turns out to just be a really fun way of life. Uh, but the other thing too is like, okay, on the weekends, in the evenings, um, a lot of times I'm making Instagram stories. And a lot of times I'm chatting people back for, on Instagram DMs, right? So I'm doing things that are part of the business, but that don't feel like working, but they still count. So that's kind of how I would explain it. Like, if you're thinking of starting an online business, but you're thinking it's gonna be so hard and you're gonna work so many hours and it's gonna be so crazy, like that is old school bullshit. That is the old school um, way of thinking. And yeah, we don't really do that. We work smarter, not harder. We curate amazing vibes that attract amazing things to us. And that way when you're hopping on a discovery call or creating content or writing your copy, your boss vibes show up so much that people are just like, yep, I'll take 10 of what you're selling. Okay, so those are the things I want you to understand about how this all works. And okay, so I wanna to touch a little, little bit on life coaching. Just because I get so many questions about this, um, people are often reaching out saying they wanna become a life coach and they, don't know what to do. <laughs> so here's my opinion, because when you start to research, how do I become a life coach? You're going to get a lot of conflicting information on the internet. And if you guys have like tuned into my story specifically, I did the whole six month online program to become a certified life coach. Okay. Here's the thing in the life coaching industry, there's no regulation. You don't have to have a certification in my experience. That being me and my friends in the industry and my, you know, coaches that I've worked with and um, my clients, there has not been any of the question around certification. Like no one has ever asked me, like when I was doing life coaching, no one ever asked me if I was a certified life coach because people aren't going to hire a life coach. This is my opinion and what I've seen. People aren't looking for a certified life coach, people are coming to you for your content that you put out there, picking up on your vibes and wanting what you are offering them, the transformation you're offering them. That's how you're going to get clients. It's not going to be because you're certified. Now, I wanted to give a certification because I'm, if you guys are familiar with like the Enneagram, for example, I'm a three. I'm all about awards, accolades, titles, all that stupid. I hate admitting that, but it's so true. Um, you know, so I wanted the certification. I also just like, I, whilst I didn't know what to do, I didn't know any life coaches, I didn't know any business coaches, I didn't know what to do, so I did that. Um, and yeah, and from what I have seen going through that program, I can tell you there's several people in my cohort 
that um, are not actively pursuing life coaching anymore. There are, I mean, I, I probably am the only one who made this my full-time job. A lot of the people are kind of still dabbling with it, but here's the problem. A lot of those programs, they're, they're a life coaching certification program. They're teaching you life coaching, not teaching how to run a business. So the problem is you have, you leave with some skills to life coach, but you don't leave with the confidence it takes for one to actually be a good coach. You need to have really strong confidence and work on your mindset coupled with learning how to coach um, in order to actually be effective. Because if you're sitting across with from somebody on a Zoom call and they're a certified life coach, but you can tell they're like shaky and uncomfortable, you're not gonna really take their, their things that seriously. And that's just the, the honest truth, right? Meanwhile, if you're sitting across from a life coach that's like confident AF and like owns what they're doing and takes up space and um, and you can tell that they believe in what they're talking about, you're gonna you're going to take it more seriously. You're gonna take their feedback. You're going to open up to them. It's just gonna be a better experience. And then on the other end too, like. Yeah, those programs don't teach you how to run a business. They teach you a little bit, but like not really what it takes to run, at least not the type of online coaching business that I run. Um, so that's where I've seen like my classmates from that program really fall behind. The other thing is, I mean, I know girls who went through a coaching certification like that, still didn't feel confident with coaching, so they went and got another life coaching certification. There's a lot of people who get stuck in that trap of getting another certification and then another certification because they just don't really feel ready to start coaching. So my opinion is you don't need a fancy schmancy certification. It's not a regulated industry anyways. So you need to learn how to coach. Um, you need to learn how to create epic confidence in yourself and in your offers. You need to learn how to build a business if you even want to get clients in order to even become a good, um, a good coach. So I would only, if, if I was somebody who wanted to maybe be a coach in like corporate America doing like workshops with executives, I would probably get a life coaching certification. That's what I would probably do. Um, because that might, that type of like a accolade or whatever might, be important in that realm. However, if you're looking to coach, you know, stay-at-home moms on sleep patterns for their kids, or you want to coach um, if you, women who struggle with dating, whatever, whatever the coaching you want to do is, you're not going to need a certification for that. Okay, that's that's my opinion. That's my feeling on it. I've seen so many people walk away from those things with having no idea what to do. So I had to put that out there because I know so many of you do feel a calling to be a coach. And here's the other thing. If you're like wondering, well, how do I know if I'd be a good coach? How do I know this is for me? There's, you know, no one's gonna come and tell you, hey, you're good enough. Like that's not gonna happen. The thing is like, if inside of you, you feel called and you feel inspired and you can't stop thinking about it and it keeps coming up in your life, intuitively like to me that is like divine guidance that is divine guidance those like i believe that god gives us our desires and our hopes and dreams for a reason and 
we're not just going to have that calling if it's not meant to be. So if you are feeling called to it, by all means, go for it. Like, go for it. Every human is going to question if they're good enough or not to do that because it's something where you don't get like, you don't get hired by somebody. So now you finally feel like you're good enough. It's a totally different new experience. So you have to give yourself that permission slip. But if, if inside of you, you feel led to it, just follow that. You can follow your heart. It is safe to follow your heart. It is always safe to follow your heart. Okay. So what about if you don't feel called to be a coach and you're like, I could never be like a motivational person or whatever. And you just know that's not for you or you don't feel called to do that. That doesn't mean you can't start an online business. There are so many other types. I didn't know any of this existed until after I started my business and got into this world. But there's so many things you can do online. So for example, I hired a girl whose whole job is Pinterest marketing. She manages my Pinterest for me. She creates graphics and schedules them on Tailwind and does the whole thing. Um, that's a whole job if you're into that creative side. Um, there's also like branding, um, graphic design work. You know, you could do copywriting. If you're into writing, that's a great job. Um, social media manager, if you like social media, you know, people can be hired to run a social media, you know, run your Instagram account, um, grow your Instagram account. These things don't take magical skills that you need to be like a fairy needs to come down from wherever fairies live and like, you know, tap you with her wand and say you're finally enough. Like this isn't rocket science, right? We're not becoming like some, we're not trying to become a Hollywood actress where 1% of people end up successful. This is not like that at all. This is not a, a like a get lucky and this might happen. This is like decide to do it. Decide you're willing to put in the work. Decide you're willing to invest what needs to be invested and you can have it. It's not rocket science. Um, and you know, maybe if you're interested in like the spirituality realm, um, I have a client who um, does hypnotherapy, for example. So you can become a certified hypnotherapist or learn hypnotherapy, you can learn meditation, nutrition, fitness, and you know, there's things like human design that you can learn and then you can teach those to people and use those as a way to help people heal. There's so many options of online work if you're like, if you know you're called to entrepreneurship, just there's so many options. Um, I love helping people kind of look at different options too, based on like their passions and their experiences. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at candid.confidence and we can chat about you specifically. And, um, I can provide you with some journaling prompts that'll help you kind of pinpoint what might be a good area of work for you in the online space. But one thing you can do with journaling around this is asking yourself in your journal, if I knew what my dream business was, what would it be? If I was being really honest with myself and I wasn't creating limitations, what would it be? And then just start free writing on it. Allow yourself to dream and imagine and write and see what flows out of you. And just keep writing, keep writing ideas, keep writing what you like, what your dream life would look like. And if things come up and you're like, oh, but I couldn't do that. That's not true. That's not true, guys. We're not trying to become like a Victoria's Secret fashion model. Okay, like this is this is something that anybody can do. Like anybody can create an online business around something. We all have unique skills and talents and we all have zones of genius that are different from each other. 
And that's what makes there, there be so much opportunity, right? Maybe ask yourself too, like what are some passions you've been leaving out of your life? Maybe you do love to write. Maybe, maybe as a kid you used to love to write, but you haven't wrote in a long time. So you're like, well, I don't know. Try it. <laughs> Just try it. Maybe you used to love art and you've gotten away from it, but you've been wanting to get back. Well, maybe graphic design is your thing, right? So ask yourself in your journal, what, what passions have you been leaving out of your life? What things have you been felt like you wanted to try, but you just don't feel like there's time for that or whatever the excuses your brain is making for you. What could those be? Um, okay, and then it comes down to, okay, so I have an idea of what I wanna do. How the heck do I start? I get this question all the time. I talk to people who have had an idea for a year and they just haven't started. And I'm just like, oh my God, you could be full-time and doing that by now if you had just started when you had the idea. But I've been there and I know that the hardest part is starting. And why is that? Because you have so many fears around it. You have fears of putting yourself out there, even just to friends and family. What are they gonna think if all of a sudden you have an Instagram account where you're talking about tarot card reading? Are they gonna think you're weird? Maybe, they might. But are you gonna let that stop you? I'm sure people thought what I was doing was weird, but I didn't care. I did care, I did care. Let me, <laughs> let me clear that up. I cared a lot. I remember going to post my first blog post being terrified. I don't really know what I was afraid of because nobody reached out and said, ew, you're so weird for doing this. Like I, and maybe they thought about it, who cares? Now I do this full time, like who's laughing now, you know? So I was definitely scared, but here's the thing. You, the way to get past that is to just to do it. It's just to create an Instagram account. Actually, I don't recommend creating an Instagram account. I recommend converting your current Instagram account into your new Instagram because you're gonna start with something. You're gonna have some followers, right? Versus creating a new one and starting from zero. Um, just an FYI, there's not some magical, so there's not just some magical way to gain, um, a thousand followers or 10,000 followers. Okay. That's not like a magical thing. If you see someone who has 5,000 followers, they've probably been doing this for years. So take a look at their account, see how long they've been doing it. If they've only been doing it for a short period of time, a couple things could have happened. Most likely they probably bought followers, which is not a great idea. They're not real followers, they're not engaged, they're not there for you. It's a smokescreen. Also, it can get your entire account erased by Instagram. So it's, I, I'm not like a fan of that concept. Um, but people could also, down the road, like bigger influencers or once people are making more money, oftentimes they hire someone to engage on Instagram in order to get new followers and get more likes and all of that. So what I'm basically trying to say is like, a lot of what you see on Instagram is a smokescreen. And a lot of the people with 10,000 followers just bought them. So don't feel bad if you have an account you've made for a business and it has like 200 followers. Like we all started there. If we're all being genuine without buying followers, that's where we started, okay? Um, so yeah. So just start though, just start putting content out there. Start writing captions on Instagram that speak the things you want to say. Start sharing about the things that are interest that are interesting you. Um, 
start a blog, you know, start a podcast, whatever you feel called to put yourself out there, you know, start posting things on Facebook, whatever it is that feels called to you and just start doing it. Um, that's really the secret is just to start and to start before you're ready. Because if you're telling me, hey, you know, I do want to start a business, but I'm, you know, I'm just not ready yet. I'm waiting for this and this and this and this and this to happen in my life. What I'm hearing is you have a lot of fear that's creating a lot of logical sounding solution or excuses for you. So we create excuses and we believe our own excuses because the ego wants us to stay comfortable. It does not want us starting online businesses. It wants us to stay comfortable and small and not go out of our comfort zone. So really ask yourself, if you haven't started your business yet and you have an idea for it, why haven't you started? And, and what are those excuses and are they actually real? Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. Don't wait. Don't like wait around for ready. Like ready isn't just going to pop up out of nowhere. Like you're not just going to wake up uh, three months from now and feel, you know what? This morning I feel ready to put myself on Instagram and embarrass myself in front of everybody. No, no, you're going to have to just do it. And you're going to have to just like embrace the suck because people don't just start off amazing at these things. And you probably will start off better than you think, but you're probably going to look at your first few posts, your first few, you know, live videos and be kind of embarrassed and be like, damn, I'm not that great at this, but that's because you're new at it. That's because you're new at it. Let yourself be new. Let yourself be a beginner. You know, like when you were a little girl and you took ballet or something or soccer or whatever, you probably weren't fantastic at that at first either. And the same thing happens whenever we try something new. It's okay to be a beginner. It's okay to have a period of time where you might not be fantastic at things or you might not feel like you're fantastic at it. Keep going. Keep going. You'll get better and better and better and better and better. And if you do the mindset work, which you're going to have to if you want to have a successful business, in my opinion, at least without hustling 100 hours a week, you will start to believe in yourself more and more and more. And through the mindset work, you can learn that those fears and doubts and insecurities, they really aren't real. They're tricks of the ego, they're illusions, they're lies. So a lot of this just involves just putting yourself out there and just starting. You don't have to have the perfect idea. You do not have to have the perfect idea. If you know you want to help women who are going through a breakup, you don't have to have the perfect name of your coaching title and the perfect Instagram handle name and the perfect website name. You don't have to have any of that to start. You can change those things. You can start now and let that come to you. You're not gonna have all the perfect ideas. You're not gonna have the whole thing conceptualized. You're not gonna know every step of what you're gonna be doing and how your business will look right away. But that's okay. That's okay. We get to start anyways. We get to try and we get to sometimes do things that look like failure and then learn from them, pick ourselves back up and start again. And that's really what entrepreneurship's about. Entrepreneurs that end up successful had many failures along the way, 
had many things that they tried that didn't work out and they tried something else or they just kept going until it worked because they wanted it bad enough that they pushed through those fears and like, what is my aunt Jemima <laughs> gonna say? And what is my uncle Rick gonna say at Thanksgiving dinner? Is he gonna make a joke about my business? Am I gonna be embarrassed? He might, but who gives a fuck? Unless your uncle Rick is um, making as much money as you wanna make and killing it, who cares what he says? Does he know anything about online business? Probably not. Because if he is, you know, a successful businessman, he's probably not gonna make fun of an aspiring entrepreneur. People who laugh at your ideas and make fun of you and think it's stupid usually are not successful themselves. So only take advice from people that you would trade places with. Only take advice from people that you would trade places with. And if someone tries to give you business advice, or tells you something that doesn't feel good about your business, ask yourself, what do they know about online marketing? Usually it's nothing. So just ignore them. <laughs> okay, you also, you guys, you have to expect some doubts and fears are gonna be there. And once you pick the perfect name for your website and you feel excited about it, you're still gonna come up with probably some other reasons not to move forward after. Just build awareness that that's the ego. Just over time, over time, over time, continue and continue to tell yourself, that doesn't feel good, so it's not true. Because the thoughts that we have running around in our head that tell us we can't do these things, they're not real, they're not true, they're not the words of God. God put the inspiration in your heart to start the business. He's not gonna sit there and tell you not to do it. Okay, so I hope you're super motivated just to start. I hope you, like, after listening to this, go and, like, update your Instagram and change some things and start posting or create a Facebook page or a website and just decide to go for it. And just decide to go for it. You can do it, okay? I, I wish that, I wish that in the beginning... If I had known for sure that it would work out the way that it did, I mean, you can't know that is the thing. But if I had known it, I would have done so much better, so much more quickly. But I struggled just like everyone else does with believing in me. I did. And I waited a long time to hire a business coach. I waited way too long. Once I hired her, I started getting clients. I started understanding what I needed to do. I really started believing in myself. And I don't want to say like you can't do it without a coach. You can do it without a coach. But it's probably, not 100%, not for everybody, but probably it's going to take a lot longer because you'll be trying to reinvent the wheel almost. You'll be researching how to do things instead of just being taught how to do them, right? So, yeah, I wish that... You know, just going back to the beginning, I could tell myself, I think like, I wish that I had heard the advice in the beginning that <clears throat> that this isn't us trying to become, you know, it's not like we're trying to get, become like a, um, like an NFL player, right? Where all the millions of kids that play, um, football like in high school, they all want to be that, right? They all dream of that. And only like 1% of them can do it. That's not this. 
that's not this. <laughs> there is so much opportunity in the growing online business space for you to have your business and have as many clients as you need. There is so much space on there because you're, you're marketing to the whole world. You're marketing to the whole world. And there's plenty of people who are looking for what you offer right now. Another thing real quick. So before I started my business, I didn't know any life coaches, right? Before I wanted to be life, a life coach or when I decided I wanted to be a life coach, I didn't know any life coaches. So why a couple months in did I notice there were a bunch of life coaches and then start feeling like it was an oversaturated market? I didn't know any before I started. But once I started looking for them on Instagram, there were a ton there. <laughs> why? Because your brain's reticular activating system, once you put in there that something's important, your name, someone else's name, the type of car you just bought, the type of dog you have, you're going to start seeing it everywhere because your brain will point it out to you. And usually when you're in online business, you're going to start like following business people and like looking at who they follow and going in Facebook groups and seeing who's in there. And then you're going to be like, oh my God, there's so many holistic nutritionists already. But did you know any before? Before you went and started looking online for them, did you know had that many in person? Like, did you follow any on your Instagram? More than one or two? Probably not. Probably not. So that whole oversaturation experience is complete bullshit. Complete bullshit. But most of my clients experience it at some point. Like I had a beach, a beach body, I've had a couple beach body clients they tend to notice there's so many other beach body what because you're looking for them you're like literally like in on scrolling and whatever and like i mean i i only know of the ones that have been my clients i don't know any other people in real life who do that so it's not oversaturated at all we create that feeling and again it's the ego the ego wants to tell us all the reasons not to move forward so it's going to point things out like that to us. It's going to point those things out to us. Okay. Decide who you want to help. Decide a niche. That is one thing I will say. You need, a, you need a niche. You need to be able to know exactly who you want to help. And then just start. Just get started. Stop telling yourself you have to wait. Stop telling yourself you're not ready because you are. If the idea is inside of you, it needs to come out. It needs to be seen in this world. We need it. We need it. And I have a new group opening up. We're going to be starting in August, but I'm starting to enroll people right now for Build Your Free and Fearless Business. I mean, this group is amazing. So I spoke about my experience and how I wish I would have started like with a coach in the beginning. And I created this Build Your Free and Fearless Business program based on that. So I combine everything I've learned about online marketing, sales online, mindset of what it takes to put yourself out there, letting go of the fears around selling, all of that. I've combined that into this program um, to help you really speed things up, to take you from the point of you have an idea or you have a nugget of an idea you know, you know you want to do the online business thing, but you don't have a full-blown business yet. This is for you. This is for you to teach you every step of what you need to do in six workbook modules, and it's a 12-week program. 
Every other week, we're gonna have group coaching calls where we'll talk about the modules, we'll talk about a certain part of our business, we'll be growing together at the same pace as a group, and then it'll also be Q&A. So I'll be answering all of your questions. I'll be also in the private Facebook group with you guys, answering questions, looking at your sales pages, looking at your social media, helping you figure out how to grow and put yourself out there and do all the things without staying up till midnight, researching how to do it. You can just ask me and I'll be there to answer. So I'm really excited to start this group. Um, yeah, so I'll put the link in the show notes. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. And if this episode was fun to you, if you learned something, if you feel like you can share this and it'll help other people, go ahead and take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram story, tag me in it. Let me know your takeaways. If you have any ideas for future episodes and you're like, Leah, I need to learn about this from you, message me, let me know your ideas. I love creating episodes around the things that you've been asking about. And of course, drop me a five-star rating and a review because I mean, come on, why not? Okay, I love you so much and I'll talk to you very soon.